guys, and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster army. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Oh, all right. It's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to another episode of The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy, and I'm your host with me, as always, is the sickly and stuffy Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody, how are you? And yeah, I'm sickly and stuffly, so if you hear a sniffle or a hork, it's probably me. A hork, even. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not good either. The, the, it's been raining for a couple of days. The mold spore count is just bizarre. the roof. Yeah, it's at, it's at ultra levels at this point. <laughs> yeah, if a monster came out made entirely of mold at this point... I would be not in the le- I would be yeah. not surprised at all. You're sitting there going, yeah, that about makes sense. Yeah, that's about, yeah, sure. That, that seems about right. Okay, so we've got two episodes today When the Aegis Shines and um, The Man with the Memories of a Planet? Yes. Yes, The Man with Man the Memories, with memories of, a of a Planet. All right. Uh, both, I thought, pretty good episodes today. We're going to get into well, them right now. This, spoiler, the second episode I thought was much better than the first episode. Yeah. And then, of course... It's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. And I'm yeah. like, but... Oh, oh, why is it stopping? Oh. Well, imagine me the first time I watched it, and I was like, all right, it's going to be... What? <laughs> well, that's exactly what I did. Exactly. Like, Wait a minute, it's, it ends right here? That don't make any sense. Like, it's, like, it's a two-parter. No! Not nice. All right. Not nice. So When the Ages Shines is the fifth episode of Ultraman X... Uh, is the debut of Ultraman X's Zero Armor, and it also features the return of Ultraman Zero after his appearances in the last movie. Oh, is that the only place that Ultraman Zero? Oh no, Ultraman Zero's in. Uh, he came about after Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle. He is in Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle, the movie that shows his origin story. Oh, okay, okay, um, fair enough. This was broadcast originally uh, August eleventh, two thousand fifteen. Oh, so that's not that long ago. No, okay. these are very recent. We're 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 uh, rapidly approaching the ultra singularity where we're going to be, you know, doing it in sync with everything. Right. You said that new ultra show is coming on, and we're going to it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to catch up on that as we're going along. Yeah. yeah we'll, which I'm really looking forward. I am to. too. I'm, I'm I'm really psyched about that. Okay, so basically, uh, while Zeo members are performing experiments to turn monsters into spark dolls. Um, they take a uh, convoy out to protect the spark dolls. Yeah, and it, it, this seemed like a bit much to me where you're taking pretty much every ship and car you have to protect these little six little dolls in a case. And then what happened? And then a monster. And then monsters, right? Then so, <laughs> I guess. And then monsters. See, that's what happens. <laughs> If you just sent one guy in a bike courier, that would have been all over very quickly. Run quickly, I guess. Right? So, um, <laughs> the monster that appears first is Black King, and he attacks the test site. Um, while they, while the, while Zeo is distracted, uh, alien, an alien knackle shows up, and it's the alien knackle uh, Bandero. Yeah. And he comes in and uh, uses his this distraction to swipe the spark dolls. Right. Because they are most important to him. Yeah, because he's an arms dealer. Of course. And he's like, hey, I'll sell you some monsters. Sell them to somebody else, and they'll use them to fight for them. Yeah. Because monsters listen to people, obviously. Well, and once you control the spark doll, you control the monster. 
See, they haven't made that very clear. Well, that's the reason they're trying to turn them back into monsters to see if they can get them to fight on their side. See, yeah, they, they didn't quite make that clear, what happened. Well, Apparently, I have no power on the... Oh, no, there it is. Okay. You have everything's to plug fine. Oh, Chrome didn't shut down correctly, and uh, everything went dead black. It's All right, no, we're back. It's, it's good. We're back now. Okay. Holy moly. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> oh, the look of I have so many windows open. I'm like, no! Well, shut the window. Well, no, that's got, I, I broke everything. You know, I, instead of doing the idiot thing, which we've done every podcast so far, um, I opened up all everything at once so I wouldn't have to go farting around for stuff. Ah, so, I see. I the see. Chromebook just a little hiccup. Everything's fine. Okay. So okay. far, so good. Hold on. Ah, yes. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I get distracted very easily. Nah, it's okay. There's a lady walking a dog. Attractive lady. It's my dog's girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> the, the dog. The dog, the lady, obviously. Yeah. I figured. He likes her, too, though. But, uh... So, uh, Ru uh... Rui takes a test run on her cotton candy gun, uh, while Garman teaches Daiichi about super-dimensional theory with a loaf of bread and a knife. And a knife. And you're sitting there going, okay... What could this have to do with anything? Nothing. But you sit there going, that, that's at least a easy way of going onto extra dimension theory sure. for idiots. Right. Okay, fair enough. So the lab team decides they're going to turn monsters into spark dolls based on Ultraman X's Zanadium uh, Ray. So they go to the test site and then Black King appears and starts uh, wreaking havoc. Uh, he's got a great breath weapon. Um, he does have a cool fire breath weapon. And he battle. blows stuff up good. And he has a, a weird horny kind of thing on him. Yeah. Meaning Which, he's covered in horns, not excited. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I guess. So Daichi runs away, unknowingly sh uh, spotted by Dr. Garma. Right, and he turns into Ultraman, and then you figure, at this point, Dr. Garman knows he's, he's like, okay. hey, wait a second. I can add one and one and come up with two. Maybe even three if I put my mind to it. <laughs> so, um, then uh, this poncho-wearing alien, Bandero, approaches, defeats Wataru, and tries to steal the spark dolls, but stops when his monster is in a pinch. So he grows up giant to... Right. To uh, help his uh, bodyguard, if you will. And they both fight X. And uh, they beat the living snot beat, out beat of him. Beat him pretty well. Yeah. Beat him pretty well. So and then, then they uh, jump through a... No, no. Then the Ultraman Zero appears. Oh, right, 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 right. He, Like a wormhole opens up and Ultraman Zero comes barging out. And Garma knows who he is. He's like, oh, it's Ultraman Zero. So he he's figure, known to his species. Right, right. You got to figure he knows... Enough of this other Ultraman yeah. to figure out who he is. Basically, infamous. It's the infamous Ultraman. Of Zero. course, oh, of course. So, um, Zero attacks Black King and manages to rip off his horn, and then Bandero, nonetheless, of course, takes the Aramis with Ru inside of it and jumps dimensions with Black King. Yes. Now Zero wants to kill them, but X is like, "No, you can't. There's a hostage inside," and. Uh, He's like, oh, well, all right. And then he just gets ticked off and goes after them. Leaving, right. and he leaving Daichi and X like, but we want to... How are we going to help if you jump the dimension and we don't know how? That's right. <laughs> That's a remarkable impression. 
So Rui finds herself uh, stranded on some alien planet with three sons, uh, where Black King rece- receives a brand spanking new cybernetic horn. Yes. Which is a drill, a drill bit. bit on the head. <laughs> And Which they, they kind of show so ridiculous. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've seen a drill bit on a different monster's head. Yes. So you have to buy it. a nose. This is just like how would how would you even get it to work? Oh uh, you wouldn't. Yeah. But that's kind of the point. Yeah. Is you kind of saw how they were doing it because right. they digitized it on. Right. And you're sitting there, once it's done, you're like, okay, got a drill on his head. Not gonna do a whole Can't heck of a lot with it. Then you find out later. Beam weapon. Right. Right. Yeah. That's how he's going to use it. Now it's a beam weapon. Here's like, the crazy oh, thing. As if there's there's not more crazy, but well, yeah, but like, yeah, here's <laughs> the crazy thing. <laughs> a crazy thing. Yeah, he's already got a great breath weapon, and now they're like, yeah. By the way, now you can shoot lasers out of your head. Uh, so you know, it's an upgrade. It's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nice. You hey, one thing you can say about uh, this alien knackle in particular. He treats his subordinates very well. Very, very He's well. He's like, hey, I'm sorry you got hurt. Let's I'll give you something better. Let's do it better. Okay, yeah. buddy? Come on, we got you covered. So, um, she starts, uh, like, trying to communicate with uh, Zio. But she does communicate with Zio right. right away. Yeah. And then they figure out that she somehow is talking from where... The guy's mother... Feige's mom. Feige's mother yeah. disappeared from. Because it's some sort of... Uh, like a singularity point. Yeah, singularity point of right. that all the universes meet amazingly. Yeah. Shocking. That's fine. Um, yeah. Because that is where the spark thing happened when... Originally. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. So that kind of makes sense that, that that did some sort of dimensionally right. thingy. Dimensionally yeah. thingy, we'll call it. Oh, well, then there you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Here's the scientific. Now, what's great is, is really is a, is a... You know, she's not what you'd call an action gal, but she no, no, takes no. the alt laser and, like, tries to shoot the guy. She tries. And blasts she, she the living snot at everything out of, else but the guy. Yeah. Oh. Alien, this alien knackle is just hiding behind a giant rock. Like, yeah, and holy crap. Like, what do I do She now? just will not stop shooting this thing. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? For he me? sees his girlfriend. Oh, is your girlfriend outside? My dog, if you can probably hear him. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's Lila, your girlfriend. Go get her. Go downstairs and get her. Yeah, go get her. You have no thumbs. You can't open the door. <laughs> so, he'll remember that when he gets downstairs and he's like, wait, where's the guy who's going to let me out? <laughs> Will he actually run all the way to the door? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? And then he'll be like, oh, I've been duped. The thumbs. Darn yeah, it. I've been duped. The thumbs I... and the height. Oops. <laughs> oh, he can reach the... He can jump up and reach the handle. Okay, really? Oh, no doubt, yeah. Oh, okay. He can jump up to the middle of the window. The, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he can literally... He I, he jumped once up onto the kitchen table. Holy shit. From a run. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, this he, dog is he then, pounds, just he then slid all the oh, way from off. one end to the other. It was like, <laughs> just barely hung on. Anyway, we, we digress. Um, Which is what we did. Yeah. So uh, they uh, they figure out a way to extrude Ultraman Zero's um, armor from him and, and ship that data to X. Right. To Daiichi and X. Yeah. Yes. So and now was that Doctor Garamon? Oh yeah, that's right. Because Doctor Garamon goes, uh, "Yeah, why don't you take care of this Daiichi? I'm gonna go get drunk on yogurt." Yeah. <laughs> Here's this armor that you might need. I'm gonna go get drunk on yogurt and this and is take everybody with me. Yeah. 
Because everybody else now has aprons on. And Rich Point, well, yeah, why um, do they all have aprons on? Yeah, um, uh, Takaro and uh, the other guy have aprons on, little hat, little chef hats. Yeah. And I'm like, why are they? Oh, that's right. They were supposed to, because Dr. Garman's like, I need sugar and coffee. So they were making food for him. That's fine. That's how they fuel him? That's well, how they fuel him. They figured, we figured that he's got to eat 16 different times a day. That's right. So he's, he's got to have his meals. So, uh, <coughs> uh, let's see. So, this says that Rui's on the planet Guillermo, but it wasn't Guillermo. It was. They never uh, really. No, it was like Gil- Gilmo. It was Gilmo, Gilmo yes. because I thought it said Gitmo at first, and I'm like, she's in Cuba? Like, that's strange. So, he decides he wants to go himself. Of and that's that's what leads Daichi and X to try to get the armor. Well, the, because they can't travel because he's like, you have tw- like two dozen millennia or twenty millennia. That twenty millennia to and figure out how to get the power you need to transform to go through three dimensions. dimensions. Yeah, of course. And then of course, you know, Doctor Garmon's like, pshaw, and then I'll give it to you right now. Yeah, and it, he shows up in this other dimension while X is starting to fight uh, the alien Knackle and uh, Black King. And he's like, well, you got here. I'm impressed. He goes, I didn't feel like waiting 20 millennia. Yeah, exactly. Pretty exactly. smart alecky. I liked it. A little cocky. So, um, what do we got here? Uh, so, when they arrive, X takes on Black King. and Black King Drill Custom. Sorry about that. That is right. He's called Black King Drill Custom now. Using Ultimate Zero, Gamora, and Ella King armor. Like yeah, he changes armor three different times he in this one. Uses fight. anything he can do to because yeah. he's a strong monster, so he figures I gotta like vary it up. But I mean, I, I'm not. A, I like the fact that they use all the different armor, but to use three different armors in less than five ten minutes, yeah, bit much. Okay, bit much for me. Um, so then uh, Zero attacks Bandera with the strong Corona and Luna Miracle modes before finishing off with the Zero Twin Shoot while X finishes off uh, Black King Drill Custom with the Zanadium Ray. Right. His... Turns him into a Spark Doll. Right. Funny enough, they did not turn Alien Nacko into a Spark Doll. No, they did not. No, they perforated him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ultraman Zero throws his... This uh, he throws his um, his uh, sluggers that he has on his head and makes like these multiple copies and uh, Knackle shoots him and uh, he falls to the ground and uh, Knackle Bandera's like ah you fool I'm an, and he looks down at his shadow and there's just holes just holes in his shadow and he's like oh yeah that can't that, we, that's, we can't just left that right away going. Okay, A, that can't be good. And but B, to actually get like It's really funny. Yeah, it's, yeah, very, it's pretty very great. Um, so uh, the battle ends. Rui picks Black King Sparkdoll and uh, takes a picture with Ultraman Zero. Right. Um, and puts it on Japanese being, Facebook. Yeah, right being away. infatuated with him. And uh, he says, hey, uh, you know, I, I want to see you guys again. That would be great. Can't wait to see you in the future. Uh, yeah. And he disappears and, uh, and uh, X. Uh, Sods off to Earth with uh, Rui. Rui, yes, yeah. Now, uh, all right. So, what do we think? Like I said, I don't, I don't like the fact that they use the three different armors in about five to ten minutes. Right. It's just a bit much, and it's just time filling. Now, I get they've got twenty some odd minutes to fill. Right. So why not just throw everything we can at the screen? But it seems a bit too much. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, but it. it Takes away from any kind of story you might have right. to fill 
well, we're going to give him this armor, and then we're right. going to give him that armor, and then we're going to give him this other armor, and it... Other than that, not bad. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. you got to sink kids into the idea of, hey, use these cards, and it makes Ultraman uh, X have this, have this, this, and this. Yeah. I get it. Bandai, I appreciate you very much, because, uh, you know, all the dogs on the table again. Really, first, well, go to Pat. So that was she. Bandai has to. Bandai owns, I think, forty nine percent of Subaru at this point. Oh, okay, okay. So the reason they're able to continue making Ultraman is because people buy the stuff. Right. No, I get that. Which is fine. I, I have no problem that. with that. And I get that they're trying to show more stuff, so more kids will buy the yeah. stuff. So and they they're trying to do more. more and they are really trying to branch. The idea out. And it's still early in the series. We're on episode five. Right. You know. Right. There's an annoying thing that happens later in the series. Well, we'll get there. That will annoy you to no end because uh. you know it's them. It, it's the only thing that mars an otherwise terrific series, in my okay. opinion. Okay. Like, but it's just, just you know, like, really? We're doing this again? Uh, and you just go, okay, fine, 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 fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this was the first episode we saw a... Uh, truncated version of the transformation sequence. Yes, it was very quick transformation. Yeah. He's like, all right, let's do it. Unite, bang, boom, zoom, we're going. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> and, I mean, they never showed who the Ultraman Zero was, just the fact that he was going to help Ultraman X. Yeah, I think Zero has a couple of different human hosts. Oh, does he? Okay. Like, because he travels to different dimensions, dimensions. and stuff, so okay. he will pick up a new human host in okay. that dimension. I don't... I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Well, I, I haven't watched the movies in a long time. So, are you excited now? Pat's holding it, shaking all over the place. He's like, "This is nice." So, um, let me see here. Oh, so uh, all right, that's it. And then we had Daichi's Monster Lab, where he talks about Ella King being Rui's favorite monster, who she wants to go on a date with. Yeah, which is okay. I get that Rui is supposed to be our little teenage girl. Yeah. But seriously, she's very strange. Very, very odd. All right, so Alien Knackle, that's going to be our first guy. Um, his first appearance was episode 37 of The Return of Ultraman. Ultraman dies at sunset. <coughs> I don't have a roar for him because he's a speaking monster. Right, right. Uh, let's see. And Bandero is the newest uh, Alien Knackle. He is... Uh, let me see what I got here. Uh, obviously, from the planet Knackle. Um, his height is two to forty-three meters, two hundred fifty kilograms to twenty thousand tons. Wait, two hundred and fifty kilos—that's very heavy. What? He can't be dense. I guess. I guess he's an alien. Yeah, I guess they can make him whatever the heck they want. All right, the dog has sat on the microphone. If we're muffled, <laughs> come here. Come here. Let's move him over. Oh, he's ruining. You're ruining things. You're destroying the podcast because I love you. Now stop. Now stop. I got to pick the microphone back up. That's terrible, folks. We're li- You're living it with us right here. <laughs> okay. So now I got to find the alien knackle from Ultraman X. He returns in Ultraman X. Uh, and uh, Bandera, uh, his quote is, listen, little girl in this universe, the scarier something is, the more people will pay for it. And in the end, only the stronger survive. What's great is he's on the phone trying to sell these trying to sell spark, the spark dolls. dolls. And he's like, hey, 
If you if you pay me now, I'll throw in some torture devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's trying to present himself as an arms dealer. Yeah, he's selling these spark dolls. Sure. And then tells Reed. They're good for value for money. I guess. Yeah. I guess. He's not trying to rip you off. He's, no, he's no. committed to a quality product. Oh God. So, like I said, they, they, we try to overlook the gaps on this show. Right. I get it. Sometimes I point out things that just I can't get past. I'll give it that. Right. But, you know, an ar- intergalactic arms dealer having to come and steal spark dolls so he can sell them. <laughs> okay. okay. I, guess. I got nothing else. <laughs> Good lord. So at Gilmo, I'm a fan of Gilmo. He armed Black King with the new drill, right? And uh, she. Oh, you didn't give the monster minute for. Um, uh, we'll get the Black King. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, he's interested in Rui for being an inventor, and he offers her a place under his wing in exchange for her weapons. But she, of course, denies it and shoots him with the cotton candy gun. Yeah, which is about the stupidest thing, <laughs> and it just stuffs his face completely. <laughs> yeah, they're going. Okay. He's like, hey, come on, no noise. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, trivia voice actor Tetsuo Kishi. Interestingly, Tetsuo previously voiced Black King in Ultraman Ginga, with said monster is Bandero's servant. Oh, okay. So, we have seen Bandero before in Ultraman Ginga. Uh, he is a fan of Ultraman, the return of Ultraman, because of this. Most of Andero's lines were ad-libbed because he knows the character so well. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, a new suit was made for Bandero instead of reusing Gray's suit. Um, Bandero's skin tone is brighter than a normal Gray knackle. Uh, and this is made to reinvoke elements of the first generation alien knackle from Return of Ultraman. Yes, yeah, since I don't know. We have not seen that. Yeah. But that's okay. Um... Whenever Bandera wants to become a giant, he would remove his poncho first. But the gun and holster grow bigger with him. That's great. <laughs> well, you know, they just have yeah. to. Yeah. You have to have your gun. And if you're going to have a gun, you have to have a holster. It is, it is also revealed in this episode that his race's currency is also named for their planet, Knackle. Knackle, yes. Yes, yeah. I did point that out. Nickel for a knackle. What's the nickel to knackle exchange rate? Wow. That's what I want to know. That's bad. That's <laughs> bad. But anyway, we digress again. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Okay, so uh, our next monster, Black King, who does sort of look like Red King, which is, I guess, why they call him that. Yeah, Black King. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that like sort of Michelin Man ridgy. His neck isn't quite as long. And he doesn't have that, like, you know, he doesn't, the, um, the giant corn motif right. does not continue into his arms and legs. Right. Uh, he is a bodyguard monster. He also appeared in episode 37 and 38 of uh, Return oh, of Ultraman. Oh, it's a two-parter. Yeah. Now, see if you can remember that from when that... <laughs> no, come on. You know I'm not going to remember it. All right, his roar. Oh, no, that was a bad one. Oh, there we go. All right. Now, let's see. Uh, will it go down to the Ultraman X version? No, of course it won't. But that's okay. He shows up in a lot of stuff. Now, um, he first appears in Area T9. That's the area where Zero were taking to Particle Research Lab. Uh, they tried, of course, to stop him with the Skyland Muschietti and the Alt Laser. And, of course, he resists both attacks because of his armored skin. Right. And uh, Daichi, of course, transforms to X. And, uh, man, we and that's through all this. So, um, then he's remodeled into a cyborg later called Black King Drill Custom. 
still the best name ever. Yes. Uh, yes. He, and you sit there, and I mean, I get that they're trying to add different things, but to tell you exactly what he is, all of a sudden now the names are five words long. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, there's there's more of that. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, technically, black drink. Black Dream Kill Alright, Black King Drill Custom is simply a reintroduced version of remodeled Black King. However, to differentiate the two, the remodeled version's drill is bigger in comparison to the current one in Ultraman oh, X. God. And there are no pipes connecting from the drill to Black King's neck. Yeah, we didn't see any pipes. No, so there you go. <coughs> I don't know what's a holy crap, that was loud. Sorry, kids. Sorry. Uh they when he's defeated, win. he regressed into normal Black King Spark Doll instead of another variant. It is possible that the drill custom is just a minor alteration and it does not affect the normal Black King further. Okay. Huh. Fair enough. There you go. That's all the trivia we have for him. Not very much. All right, guys. So we're going to be back in a minute with... Uh, oh, his powers. Sorry about that. Oh, we didn't give those. He is from the planet Knackle. He has the Hell Magma. Really? Yes, that That's is what his. Calling it. That okay. is his heat ray from his mouth. Okay. Okay. Ooh, gee whiz! Uh, smoke screen. A smoke screen. He can he exhale a blinding screen. white gas from his mouth as well. Um, he burrows. Obviously, he has an armored hide. Right. We saw that. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Also has an intense headbutt. As they call it, an intense headbutt. As opposed to just a regular, regular old headbutt. Sure. And uh, he's got fangs. Oh, yeah, because he does bite Ultraman X. Yes, he does bite him. We did yeah. see that. And Daichi feels it. And that's the one thing we did notice with this uh, Ultraman that we noticed against the original Ultraman is that this Daichi feels everything that happens to Ultraman. It right. actually hurts him right. as well as Ultraman, I guess, because they're united yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right, so... Uh, we're going to be back in about uh, 10 seconds with the, the second episode, which is uh, The Man with the Memories of a Planet. Alright, and we're back with more Science Patrol. And this is the second episode we watched today. Which <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which is I called try to warn you. Pat's Amazing Cough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is called The Man with Memories of a Planet. Um, it is the sixth episode of Ultraman X, originally 818 of 2015. Oh, it was on my wedding anniversary. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's cute. Sap, sap, sap. Sap, All right. So, uh, a man named Teru appears in the city and makes trouble to others. Is he an alien? Did he come to Earth? Uh, but he came to Earth controlling a uh, mecha monster called Rudian, and uh, he heals a girl who was injured. This is the worst plot to not like. Yeah, it bounces all. It's over a place. terrible. It's a terrible back and forth. So we're gonna we're just gonna go into the synopsis. One day at a park, this man dressed in white is walking around. He's being followed by two schoolgirls. One of them who has a crush on him. Right, and she's she like, an alien. Because she sees him sort of glowy. Right, and he's so an Asiatic. Right, so she just wants to hug him, and the other one's like, he's not a lost puppy, he's, he's a guy. alien. Yeah. Well, they don't realize he's an alien until um, he gets... Um, glowy? Until he gets glowy, but he gets glowy because, like... Uh, he, he, he like clutches his head and starts to remember what happened on his planet. Right, his planet gold. The planet gold, of course. That is correct. 
And um, no, that's fine. Uh, I'm sure people are gonna love this episode with me hacking up lungs. And yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to like find all the peaks and have Casey edit them out if you can. Yeah, I'm sure it can't hurt. Um, so the uh, he's bullied. Oh no, he he finds a spark doll first. Right. Um, as Bobby later shines gold, attracting nearby youngsters. Uh, Zio picks up his energy reading, takes action. They arrive. Uh, in the Aramis to examine this young alien. Um, he begins being bullied by youngsters who come in and uh, it turns out that uh, douche nozzles do exist in Japan. Yeah, they were really they were throwing rocks nozzles. at them and like kicking them. kicking them and whatnot. It was terrible. Yeah. <sighs> Pack of jerks, I say. Pretty much. Um, Zio comes down and tries to track the alien. They find uh, this strange energy that's from the planet Gold kind of hovering over the park yes. going towards him. And they follow it, and uh, the schoolgirls start following them. So patrolling, uh, I call him comic relief officer, uh, bike cop. Yeah, bike cop. Yeah, uh, falls down because no, there's tons of them in Japan. Like seriously, bike cops. Yep. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes no sense, but okay. Yeah. I'll buy it. It's a big thing. I don't know yeah, why. Kid you not. Okay. Uh, in case we today we find out that Pat thought that was made up, but uh, <laughs> absolutely did. Yeah, absolutely did. So the police officer shoots him, um, causing him to see him as a threat. Obviously, right. Of course. Um, and then he releases Rudon, but not before he heals the young girl who has fallen and hit her head. Right. So. Rudon is this amazingly huge, turtly. Yeah, kind of turtly with like a lynxy head. Right, right. And Gatling, and it's gun, a Gatling arms, gun arms. Which come the on, best. guys. Like, the you best effect. Can't go wrong with this guy. No, no. So he marches towards uh, town. This town. Yeah, he mar- marches through town and starts knocking over a couple and of buildings. And of course, I point that right away. Oh, look. It's a power plant. I wonder if he's just going to have to knock it no, down. No, he, he just walks past walks it, past which is strange. Yeah, you would he think, should like, knock down the power plant. Yeah, That's what it's there yeah, for. Yeah. But maybe maybe the next monster will. We'll get to him, but like, well, maybe I'm, that monster is going to... I don't know. I don't know either, but like... Oh, you haven't watched it? I don't remember. It? I have watched it, but oh. it, was, it was in 2015. I don't remember. Oh, okay. So okay. it's entirely possible that the ultra rule is, um, as we know... If you show a power plant, it you generally destroy. must show it being destroyed. Yeah, um, that's why you build a power that's plant. That's why you build a miniature power plant is to just beat it up. So uh, they march. You know, they, they, they Ultraman X tries to stop the robot, um, but the pilot is injured, and the uh, robot activates an autopilot mode to attack Ultraman X, and. Um, X realized that Rudin only wants to get to a spaceship that is disguised as a monument in the park. Right, right. And it, he sort of shows a three-dimensional graphic of what this little thing... There's a little like water fountain. Like an art fountain. installation, yeah. Yeah, art installation on a water fountain. And then he shows what's underneath it. And it shows, oh, it's, it's his a spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, <coughs> Alien Gold regains consciousness and quickly deactivates Rudon before uh, passing back out. And then, I guess, Rudon becomes a spark doll. Right. And then they find the alien. What was great about him when he stopped is he kind of just hunched over and steam shot out of his shoulders. Like, yeah, that's enough. Yeah. I mean, it was just... <laughs> and the 
the guy who has the amnesia just keeps basically falling asleep. Yeah, he's passing out. It's, and, it's, I mean, we we have to assume happening. at this point that he got hit in the head with rocks. So yeah, he yeah. might have some sort of alien concussion. Yeah, true. That's not good. Yeah, yeah they should yeah. not be letting him pass out like that. No, no, it no. Could cause brain damage. That could. it could, it could not cause things. No. So they bring him back. <coughs> so they bring him back to the Zeo base where he was given medical treatment. Um, then uh, Universe Japan sends two people, uh, one of them being chief. Uh, this is going to be tough for me. I'm sorry. Minika- Go ahead. Minamikawa. That's it. Minamikawa. Sure. Uh, who I will refer to as the chief from now on. Pretty much. Um, You're not going to try to say that more No, sir. Um, the Universe Japan branch uh, comes and visits and reviews all, all of Alien Gold's data. And they think that uh, there was a monster that attacked his planet because they found uh, this data... That in the device that he recorded, and it right. was his memories. Um, so the alien wakes up, takes a nurse hostage, and decides he has to get back to his vehicle. Right, get back to the because vehicle. the monster's coming. Right, he knows that this monster is coming because he's after the energy that is in the robot. Right, of course, in the in the gold robot. Yeah. of course. Dog, you are a piece of work today. Let me tell you something. Oh, I know he has to go out, but that's okay. You, it, dude, it's like 10 more minutes of podcast. It's not a problem. So, um, they, he communicates telepathically with Daiichi saying, like, look, right, I, know, I that, know who you are. Yeah. You've got to help me. I'm trying to save your planet from this Gargorgon right. or some such nonsense. Very nice. And you're sitting there going... You got it in one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, you sit there going, okay, I, re- I remember the Gorgons. Yeah. Are they just going with Medusa, or is it a combination of the three? Or, oh, no, no, they just went with Medusa. Yeah. Snakes on the hair. Oh, okay, it's just yeah, Medusa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Then when you see it, good grief. Yeah, it's not just snakes on the hair. It's three. It's two snakes out of the neck on yeah. either side. Yep. Which is kind of a cool deal. It was nice. It was very, very nice. <laughs> so... Uh, they gain, you know, he gains his trust. They run out. They turn into their, you know, the one turns into Ultraman X. Right. Uh, Teru gets turns into, into um, what's his face? Rudian. Rudian. And uh, they face down with Gargoron as he shows up right before it cuts to a to be continued. Yeah. And Pat lost his ever loving mind. <laughs> he says, What? You okay? That. And then Rich right away said, "No, it's a two-part." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. you could have skipped the last one and watched this one." No, I was we like, "No, we're doing it in order. order." That wouldn't have oh, made any sense. Now this one doesn't make any sense. Sure, it does. It's a two-parter. All right, so we're gonna get to our monster minutes. We got uh, two of them. Right. Uh, Rudian, he is a Mecha Guardian beast, and uh, oh, we got a roar for Rudian. Oh, Rudian. That's going to barely be heard. No, that's really high-pitched. They'll hear that, trust okay. me. Oof. Uh, these are the only two episodes he appears in. Okay. He's 41 meters tall and 40,000 tons. Okay. He's in category robot. So well, That's the one thing that they do do on this show that I do like, is they tell you what type of alien he is. Right. He's an M, which is mecha. How, right, and about how big they are. Yeah, they do a nice, cool. quick estimate. They're like, oh, he looks to be about 50 meters tall. You know? and he's type blah, and yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. All right, so Rudian's suit has been modified from Alien Reflect, who I've not seen. Initially, Alien Gold was supposed to pilot a gold-colored variant 
Impalizer. Okay. Whatever that is. But when that suit was modified for an upcoming Ultra Kaiju, spare parts from Impalizer's remaining suit was incorporated into Rudian instead. Okay, okay great. Sure, 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 sure. What sure. you said. Um, okay. He has canine features on his head because of three factors. The uh, director's likeness for dogs. He's Fair also enough. based on Anubis, god of Egypt. Right, right. Would be a dog head. And okay. Friender. One of the characters of the 1973-1974 anime series, Kashin. Never heard of it. That's, I've heard of it, but I have never seen it. Uh, he's the first robot type of the Ultra Kaiju that turned out to be an ally. Right. Several previous robots have allied with the protagonist, but fell under the category of other heroes than mere Kaiju. Okay. Rudian is also the first Ultra Kaiju to naturally be a spark doll during its deactivation. Right. Right. Snappy. Fair enough. Snappy. All right, now and I don't think they're going to give enough on the Gargarin because it's more leading up to the next episode. We want to do it in the next episode. Yeah. All right. So it, here's it, it our. Just a, I'll give him the roar. Yeah, give the roar. That's the same roar. Close, but not. Okay. He just also has a high pitchy roar. Okay. But, but yeah, man, what a monster! Yeah, I mean, this thing looks cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what it does in the next episode. Yeah, but like you said, when it ended, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not fair. Yup. Yeah, it's 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 tough. It's tough, but ah, it's, it's still I'll get over. It. Yeah, you'll get over it in a week. Yeah, pretty much. Then you'll see the next I'll episode. See the next episode, and it's much. good stuff. But yeah, so what do we think of that one? I liked it. I liked it. I liked the fact. That you didn't tell me that I was a two part. Yep. So I can. I decided have my to mind be irritated. <laughs> Let you be irritated on that by yourself. Like what? It was. It was. He may as well have looked at me and went, "What's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box?" There's a nice seven reference. Yeah. For all you kids out there, don't watch that movie. Don't my God, movie. children, yeah. please. Um, yeah. So uh, we didn't get to it, but there's an Ultraman music video. Uh, that was put out by a band from Korea, but we were sidetracked with a whole bunch of stuff this morning, and we were recording a little bit late, so we didn't get a chance to do that. I apologize. Yeah, we'll previously. watch it next week. And yeah, we'll, we'll watch discuss. it in the meanwhile and discuss. Um, what do you want? He, he needs to go out. The, the dog desperately needs to. So go I out. think we have to sally forth. Yes, yeah, sally forth central, and we'll see you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye bye. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.Bandcamp.com Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production. 